0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Dad Bod Pod. My name is Andrew. And I'm Brian. I, I found my way back. You're here. Oh, my gosh. I'm so happy that you're back, Brian. That other guy, let me tell you, I mean, whew, I don't know if you heard or not, but I definitely <laughs> saved that show. I am just kidding. Uh, Ethan did a fantastic uh, no, he, job. No, he
1: did, he, he did a great
0: job. He did a great job. Um Brian, I am drawing a blank as to what number uh, of th- le- episode this is. Do you know off the top of your head?
1: Uh, 69.
0: Uh, 69? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I told Ethan our Instagram was. And he was like, oh, okay. Uh, this is episode 28. 28, 28. Brian. Can what? you believe it? We're closing in on 30. Crazy. You know, it would be awesome if we could get... Well, we'll talk about it later. Uh, episode 28. Brian, how was your trip?
1: Dude, it was rad. Yeah? Yeah. So I got to bring my son to the Adirondacks. We saw the mountains. We saw... Um, Waterfalls I mean, he got to see nature in its primest form Yeah Right? Mm -hmm. Where down here, like, you go outside in Florida It's 108 degrees or whatever You you play outside for, like, 20 minutes You're like, let's go back in
0: Yeah Mm -hmm. Time for a shower
1: He just, no joke, 10 hours
0: Played outside Awesome.
1: I was like, dude, I needed to see you do this. This is cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he slept like a baby every single night. It was awesome. Good. It was good.
0: Cool. Very yeah. cool. How about how's the Boscos? How's the fam? Dude, the fam's good. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Dude, my grandpa is still still kicking like, it. Still working that stand at the New York State Fair.
0: Yeah. Ninety years old. If you guys are listening to this in New York, it's very possible you saw uh, yeah Frank right Frank yeah. Bosco at the fair over yeah. the weekend. Yep. Yeah. Um, real quick, before we go any further, I do want to just real uh, reiterate, Ethan did a fantastic job he last did, week. He I, did I'm, awesome. I'm starting to feel a little bit bad about that bit. He did great. <laughs> he, If anything, he saved the episode, and he I just did. want to go on and say that. No,
1: he was hilarious.
0: Thank you very much, Ethan. All right, um, so your trip was good. Yeah. I'm glad. It was awesome. Uh, it's crazy, because this is Florida, and this is the universe that we live in, so it's like every time you get something good, <laughs> yeah. it's going to come right around and kick you Dude, in your ass, right?
1: I, I felt like I brought a hurricane back. I think you did. <laughs> Like I was like, what? I came back. I'm like, well, relaxed. I'm like, right? What a great trip!
0: What a great trip! Do you turn on? You I sit turn, down. Yep. Turn on the news. I, all of a sudden, I did. And it was, yeah, <laughs>
1: and it was like fucking hurricane yep. headed your way. There you go. Well, shit. Damn
0: it! Closing, yep. closing the everything down for two days. Yep. And. Look, I know hurricanes are serious, and I know that there were some lives and areas impacted. Oh, yeah. But how did you fare? Dude,
1: everything was fine.
0: Everything was fine.
1: So, but here's my thing. I feel like Tampa is, where do due
0: oh, for yeah. one to hit dead on. Dead on. Like Hurricane Andrew style. Right. Remember that shit? I gotta yeah. make fun of for that shit. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, but that hurricane was rough.
1: But, dude, the only hurricane that came to my house was Hurricane fucking Zayden. Yeah. Because seeing that we were locked indoors for two days.
0: You couldn't do anything. It was almost like a mini quarantine, I felt like. yeah. My house was like just toys and shit. It's interesting. I felt so guilty at the end of it because I was like, I got 48 hours. I'm going to dad bod the shit out of this hurricane. You know what I mean? Like I was going to get episodes ready. I was going to get thumbnails ready. I was going to write some new songs. I didn't do shit. Yep. There's something about knowing that you can't go anywhere that just completely turns off your motivation to do anything except, like, jerk off and watch cartoons at the same time. And that's fine. (laughs) It is. I didn't feel that bad. I was like, you know what? When was the last time I took a Tuesday and a Wednesday and didn't do shit? Yep. I was like, I'll take it.
1: Yep. Mm -hmm. As you should.
0: And, we know, it was really cool. Uh, This is going to sound weird after I just said I was jerking off. I wasn't jerking off all day because uh, my kids were with me. Yeah. Yeah. So it was nice to hang out with them. And, you know, we watched some, some uh, we caught up on some movies. And I made them watch some old movie. It was like a, like a super old movie. Like what? Know, uh, the Explorers. Remember The Explorers? Yeah. Yeah. I made them watch that. All right. It was cool. All right, All right then let's move on. So uh, believe it or not, that takes care of the first two things. So we move on to the third thing. Cool. Dude, we have 57 people in our. 57? Darmy. And We're growing. This, and this is what I wanted to talk about. It would be cool if, by the time we hit 30 episodes, we had 60 subscribers. Yeah, wouldn't that be cool? Uh, we will three subscribers off. That's all we need. Right. Right. It seems like we get one or two every month. I'd like to increase that number if possible. Yep. But um, when, if and when we hit 60, you know, we have a friend of ours that. Has been kinda of shy recently. I'm not gonna name I'm not gonna say anything more than that. Yep. But he has agreed. And turns out he's a wonderful singer. Yeah. Operatic almost. Yep. Um you and I had the, have had the pleasure of hearing him uh in the shower. Yep. Um after he's banged our girlfriends. Uh, at, our, at our house. Sadly. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, anyways, we're we're gonna leave it at that. But we have a very special guest singer at 60. So if any of the Darmy members out there have friends that haven't subscribed, get them to subscribe. Just lie to them. Tell them it's porn. Yeah. <laughs> Tell them it's. I would subscribe to a porn on, it is. Uh, on YouTube. Dead by the porn. Dead by the porn. <laughs> Careful. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's something else entirely, Probably. dude. Probably. Don't go on, don't Google dad bod porn. No, don't do that. Uh, but you know what? Speaking of weirdos and people who would watch dad bod porn, uh, you just came back from New York. Yeah. Almost the mecca of weird people, right? Yeah. Can you please tell me, were there weirdos in New York? All right. So let me tell you a fun game. Go. <laughs> okay. I love games. In case you couldn't tell. So...
1: My family has had that stand at the fair for
0: 50 years. Okay. Wow. How old is your
1: grandfather? Um, 90. Oh, wow. Can we get him on, please? So, I mean, I'll get him off.
0: Could you? What? Would, it, <laughs> <laughs> would it be dishonest if we just set it up and you just called him, didn't tell him you were on, and just had a conversation, it was like, Grandpa, tell me a story. He has plenty. I'm sure. 90 years old. He's seen some
1: shit, dude. So he's told me stories about how he started his first restaurant with 500 bucks.
0: Wow. But but depending on when he's telling, talking about, it could have been a lot of money.
1: Well, he had help with things. Mm -hmm. but um,
0: Italian help? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, you guys are... A can do attitude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyways That's um, why they call you Italian Americans. Yes. Yeah.
1: So here is the game that we play at the fair now. Okay. It's fair bingo.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. I'm with you. What's right. on your card?
1: So it's everything from like a dude with cut-off coochie cutter shorts. <laughs> oh god. To like Ooh. dudes with mullets um a domestic violence situation oh, good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the DUI yep yeah
1: so all these things are seen at the fair
0: right uh-huh
1: a girl with hair that has like seven different colors
0: yep right rainbow head yep rainbow head chick okay so that
1: is what i first call the fair cult
0: oh okay the fair cult i like that but I like then, that a lot
1: but then there's a second There's the 4-H club
0: Mm -hmm. that deal with horses and cows. We have those in Florida, too. How are they any different in New York? They're a cult. Really? They
1: stick together. They're like, they only talk to each other. They
0: only deal with each other. It's crazy. you just triggered a memory that I'm going to have to write down real quick. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Where are we going to put this? Uh, We'll put it.
1: I mean, uh, these people are crazy, bro. Crazy, bro.
0: Yeah? Yeah. Well, I don't like the fact that they only talk... Uh, to themselves. That's weird. Yeah. But they're so... Yeah.
1: I think they're bred to only deal with like livestock and their family.
0: Which is weird, because livestock is bred to only deal with like livestock and shit. Yep. Um. So in New York, you could say that there's lots of groups of weirdos that are very close-knit. Oh, oh, uh, yeah. It's funny. You said the theme of the episode a bunch of times, but today we are talking about cults.
2: Cults!
0: Uh, cults are an interesting thing, because... At what point is a group a cult? Right. You know what I mean? Like a group of like-minded people could just be a group of like-minded people until, I th- I think it's until they start <laughs> acting on whatever it is they, they got going on in their head, right? Right. I don't know. Um, like, all right, let's think about this.
1: So like, you and I mm-hmm. walk into a punk rock show. Yeah. We're all like-minded people. Mm-hmm. It's not a cult. No. We're all just there for a show. Right. Who knows if you even know the band or not.
0: No. You're but just there because you think you're, you're going to have a good time. Mm-hmm. But then there's the people who are there. Like, there's the charismatic band leader. who then are, And then there's the people who are there for that person specifically. Right. That gets a little culty, I think. Right. Uh, the memory that you unlocked is when I was in middle school, high school, I was in band. I don't, you know, I've said that before. I was a band kid. That mentality (laughs) was culty. Yeah, It was super culty because uh, it wasn't until my senior year of high school that I didn't venture out from the band room. Right, And I remember, I remember having this feeling of like alleviation and also this like super realization that was like, no, there are other like my friends from class don't stop existing when I leave class to go to the band room. They're still out there and I could interact with them more. Uh, and what's real, what was really crazy is the rest of the band, they got mad when I started hanging out with the other with the cool kids. Right. I can't believe what are you cool you're too cool for us now?" And it's like, I, I've been hang out with you guys for almost four years. Right. My complete high school experience has been nothing but these four walls. right I kind of need to see what else is out there. Yep. and I, I feel like if I had done that earlier, I did, I don't I'm not going to say if I had quit band, it would have been good for me because clearly band led to my like profession. Right. But if I had ventured away from the band room earlier, like my sophomore year, I think it would have been way better for me. Right. Absolutely. But, yeah, we're talking about cults, dude. So um, in this section, we're going to do the history of cults. Uh, The history of cults gets very dark. And in light of recent episodes, specifically the last episode, I'm going to try to stay away from dark things because I feel like I can't control how dark it gets. And sometimes I feel gross talking about gross things. So instead, I want to talk about just in general, I, I found there's some say nine, others say seven different types of cults. I got seven. We're just going to talk about the seven different types of cults that have throughout history. Hold on. Then we're going to do um, favorite. We're going to go through cults that people may have heard of, and you're going to ask. I'm going to ask you if you think they're real or not. Uh, and then we're going to talk about the future of cults, and then we're going to talk about a movie. Ready? Let's go. All go. right. <clears throat> the first type of cult that's out there is called the fertility cult. Brian, what do you think the fertility cult is all about? Uh, babies? Yes, the fertility cult. Uh, um, In it, everything is about reproduction for the sake of reproduction. It is the highest priority, endowed with all sorts of metaphysical and spiritual characteristics. These people just like to fuck. Anything that hinders reproduction in any matter is seen as a grave moral sin. Fertility cults often have complicated and intense rules and regulations and teachings about sex, sexuality, plant reproduction of all things, animal husbandry, what the fuck, (laughs) and the role of women in society. I'm sure it's it's very uh, prominent and respected, that role. Uh, the fertility cult is successful because people like to fuck, and it leads to behavior that propagates fucking uh, and genes that increase the population levels. That's the fertility cult. Okay. Uh, none none specifically come to mind, but uh, what about all the cults in, like, The Da Vinci Code? Yep. Oh, man, that's a good cult movie. Yep. Sorry, right, we're talking about a cool one. Next type is the death cult. Somebody, I read a meme that was like, if you worship a uh, blah blah it was like jesus christ death cult and it was like something death cult it was Christianity's like christianity is a death cult that was the meme right the problem with that is when you start googling things like cults you get like the algorithm is triggered to be right. like oh so, so it's crazy and i think i've said this before but our dad bod youtube is like a smut scene, oh right? it's, it's a awful. mess because we used our google to google like dating advice right and for whatever reason like google just won't let go of that one yep Awful. Anyways, the death cult. In the death cult, uh, the world is fallen, evil, and forsaken. Only through death can it be redeemed. True happiness found in peace with God, gods, or the universe made manifest. Like the fertility cult, it has been around almost since the beginning of recorded time and has taken on many forms. The death cult is almost always most popular among lower economic classes and the poorly educated. It spikes during times of severe economic crisis, displacement, and oppression. To put it bluntly, one can almost perfectly project the rise of such beliefs based on declines in uh, income stability among lower classes. They tend to focus obsessively on some word that I can't pronounce with B-F, uh, followers believing that they are living in the last of days. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Okay, moving on. Death cult. Uh, they're going to kill people. Crazy. Crazy. Um, I guess the Manson family. Yep. All right. Prosperity cult. None of the rest of them are that long. Prosperity cult. Prosperity itself is good. And the goal of almost all moral civilizations is to increase per capita standards of living in real terms generation after generation so that the average person is able to live more comfortably with less pain and greater freedom than his or her parents enjoyed. Okay. What differentiates a prosperity cult from the general drive towards prosperity that good people desire is that prosperity cults are almost always behavior-driven, if-then incentive patterns that have no basis on rationality and are often merely schemes to enrich a handful of people at the top of what amounts to a Ponzi scheme. Yeah. Scientology sounds like a prosperity cult, yep. then. it does. Okay? Yep. The blood cult, number four. Um. Anyways. Before modern medicine revealed how the human body worked, the mere association mental model resulted in people recognizing that blood had something to do with life. They didn't understand how red blood cells carried oxygen or white blood cells killed disease. They didn't even know that germs existed. This led to some bizarre, violent, and unsanitary practices involving blood that took on religious connotations. Blood became both holy and evil, capable of carrying both blessings and curses. Some blood cults are beneficial and promote life based on the harm principle of morality. Think of vegetarianism in India or protecting the life of a cow. Most blood cults, however, are super superstitious and stupid. Think of ancient desert religions believing that the blood of a goat or the blood of a lamb would somehow wash away your transgressions. Silly. Silly to think about. Oh, my gosh. Dumb, dumb. Dumb. Uh, Blood cults. I don't think I know of any blood cults, except maybe the Manson family was also a blood cult in that they used blood right, to decorate their murder scene. Yeah, I say decorate. I'm sorry. (laughs) That was a poor choice of words. Moving on, the self-denial cult. The people who fall into self-denial cults are so twisted and damaged. They believe that all pleasure, which is one of the motivating goods in the harm principle of morality, is fundamentally evil, suspect, or forbidden. Do not feel good. From a physical luxury such as silks, cashmere, and fine linen to basic necessities such as a comfortable bed or indoor plumbing, the self-denial crowd rejects the things of this world under the subconscious belief that this world somehow is imperfect. In this regard, it is closely related to the death cults, with an eye always on the hereafter, while real pain and suffering is occurring in the here and now. No! Self-denial cults. That, dude, that sounds terrible. Awful. Uh, yeah.
1: You, you live that way for 20 years to off yourself.
0: Yeah, and then what? There's no great reward at the end of no. it. No. So why do it? We're built for pleasure. Because
1: people are crazy.
0: How about the unknown object or process cult? Whenever an unknown object or process is encountered by a primitive culture, it is often worshipped, considered holy or demonic. This is especially true when it seems to harness the power of life and death. Early sun cults are an excellent example of this phenomenon, correctly surmising that sunlight was necessary for plants and animals to survive, and without it, almost all life as we know it would cease. Early humans bowed down to the sun, built temples to it, and considered it a deity, going so far as to personify it. Of all religions, the s- worshipping the big hot ball in the sky that is right in front of your face that you see every day makes the most sense to me. Me too. Like especially on a primitive level, where before we had cognitive thought, yep. that thing makes it so that I can see, yep. and it makes them. It makes the monsters at night go away. Yep. I'm gonna make sure that that thing knows I'm grateful. Yep, because I feel like that thing could burn me.
1: And what is that Ra?
0: Yeah, yep. that was the Egyptian one. Yep, uh, Apollo. Yep. was the Greek, I think, or Roman. Yep, and then I don't know. I don't know. Yes. All right, last one. Are you ready? Yeah. The personality cult. Of all the cult beliefs, this personality cult is the cult of the personality. personality. Thank you. Uh, It's the easiest to understand because its development can be explained by evolutionary adaptation. Going back to a primitive society, a weaker villager who worshipped a stronger one would have gained access to food, shelter, reproductive opportunities, and protection. In some cases, the perception of eternal salvation would also be part of the mix of benefits. The most famous personality cult in the world right now is... North Korea. The key weapon against personality cults is a critical thinking education. You should never trust anyone's word unconditionally, but rather rely upon your own understanding of the facts or, if they are beyond your range of experience or abilities, a consensus from trusted advisors, bless you, whom uh, have a good track record based upon rational framework. Don't be in a cult. No. Don't be in a cult. No. Come on. Think for yourself. It's not good. It's not good. not good. Okay. um, That was the history of cults. As I found it. Well, thank you, sir. Not too dark, right? No, that was good. It got bloody. Yeah. All right. What I have now is a list of cults yep. that are supposed to be in the public persona of some sort, either the zeitgeist or their actual thing, right? Yeah. Okay. Some so, of them are fictional. Some of them are real. There's real, a mixture. Real or fake. Right. right. And so I've got a blurb about them, and then you tell me. Go for it. All right. Good old Salem. Ah, Salem. In 1692, over a period of only a few months, 200 people had been accused of witchcraft and jailed, and 20 had been killed. One man had been tortured to death. His interrogators had piled stones on his chest until he was smothered. It started out as a few girls... None of them over twelve years old, having fits, soon became a storm of accusations that only ended when the governor's wife was accused of witchcraft and he shut the whole thing down. Many people confessed to trafficking with the devil and writing their name in his book under torture. They named others who had seen at bla- who had been seen at black masses. One woman named her own daughter. On paper, it looked like a good part of the village was a satanic cult. Fake. What's strange about the Salem witch trials is not that no one believes it now. It's that no one even believed it then. The village of Salem was known to be a nasty place. Its members quarreled with each other and their other neighbors. The town, blah, blah, blah. You say it's fake? Yep. Okay. I think so. This is long. Yep. The daughter was not, nor was Tabitha a slave, blah, blah, blah. Yes, it's fake. Fake. Moving on then. Cool. Uh, The cult of Michelle remembered... Michelle Remembers has entirely sunk from the public consciousness by now, but in 1980... When it was published, it kickstarted a whole movie. The book was about the recovered memories of Michelle Smith aided by her psychi- psychiatrist. She remembered horrific abuse at the hands of an ancient and international cult of satanists. Among Michelle's memories were things like 81-day ceremonies in a public graveyard during the cult where they raised the devil only to see him fought back down by hell, to hell by angels and the Virgin Mary. Real or fake? Fake. Right. fake, very, very fake It was just a book in the 80s, come on yep. Although the book got good reception when it was first published The public scoured or soured on Smith and her psychiatrist When they divorced their respective spouses Married each other and went on speaking tours Oh, alright Great uh, I, which, Where did I start that? Uh, 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 okay. Our Lady of Endor Not Star Wars related Founded in 1948, Our Lady of Endor is an example of Gnostic Satanism. The, sounder, the founder, Herbert Sloan, claimed to have been uh, seen a horned god in the woods as a child. Later, he realized that this was Satan. With that in mind, he reread the Bible story and saw the serpent not as a tempter, but as someone who showed Eve the true nature of God. The fall of man was a good thing, but its meaning was twisted by Christian theists. Lady of Endor, real or fake? I'm going to say real. Yes. It existed, but when you think Satan is a good guy in the service of God, are you practicing Satanism or right. semantics? Right. But yes, it was real. Good. Uh, the poison affair. So it's the 1600s. We're in France, right? Some woman tries to poison her family in order to come into her inheritance. She gets caught, and she's killed. <clears throat> Excuse me. This is common enough occurrence, but for some reason, this time, aristocratic France gets spooked. Possible prisoners are dragged from their houses and questioned, tortured, and killed. One of these prisoners is a midwife at the court of Louis the XIV. 14th? Louis the 14th? Sure, we'll go with that. Uh, The interrogators are gentler than most. They get her drunk. She claims that the king's mistress attends black masses and casts spells in order to keep the king's love. Word spreads. Other aristocrats are named as invariant black massers. It looks like the sun king's court was just one big satanic cult. Real or fake? Real. Uh, There were prisoners around in the 1600s, but Satanists were probably still thin on the ground in those days. This is saying fake. Okay. Mm -hmm. But it's close. Yeah. Because it was like right on the cusp. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Satan's corporate sponsors supposedly... At one time, the head of Procter & Gamble went on television and with a pleased smile announced how happy he was that the United States was so open-minded. Why was it so open-minded, so secular, so liberal, that he didn't mind admitting that his company donated a large portion of their profits to a satanic cult? Oh my gosh! In fact, Procter & Gamble was so committed to Satanism that they had a horned Satan on their logo. He concluded that sure, people would be mad that they had announced this, but that there weren't enough Christians in the country anymore to make a difference. Then he steeped his fingers steps but some he did something i don't know what he did uh was did this really happen no 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 it did not <laughs> uh change of satan ready yep Probably the most well-known establishment when it comes to Satanism. Founded in 1966 by Anton LaVey, the Church of Satan maintains offices, not dark pits near graveyards. People can buy a basic membership, but need to become active within the Satanic community to be considered active members or work their way up the priest or priestess positions. The Satanic panic actually gave the church a, a plebiscity boost as members were in demand to come on television and either answer questions or debunk Satanic ritual abuse myths. The church itself came out of the panic looking clean the fbi even stated that the church of satan was not involved in criminal activity was it real real was and is now the church of satan is what's the other thing that we were talking about the temple the satanic temple yep one is cooler than the other i think it's the satanic temple that's cool yeah right They're the ones that, like, when when people were up in arms about the statues being taken down, they put up, like, statues of goats and shit. It was, like, religious freedom. And they also, I think it's them that has a scholarship. This award, like an art scholarship, and the amount of that scholarship is six hundred and sixty-six dollars. Good shit, genius. Good shit. It's funny. All right, we got one, two, three more. Ready? Yep. All right. The the uh, decadent movement in Europe around the mid-nineteenth century, artists began to rebel against the wide eyes, determined naturalism and apple-cheeked, wholesome idealism of the Romantic movement. Tired of celebrating naturally good humans and unaffected art, they turned to darker themes, heavily uh try. Oh yeah, heavy symbolism and a kind of spiritual subject. And they found Satan These were the people Who started toying with Satan As an intriguing, sympathetic, or even heroic fever Charles Boudoir was famous uh, Decadent And wrote The Flowers of Evil Real or fake? Real um, The decadents celebrated Satan artistically But not religiously They were worshipping a symbol and not a concept So uh, that guy I said He received his last rites from the Catholic Church So no, All right. no. All right. Fake fan they're not real Satan fans like us. Nope. No, we're we're down with Satan. Hail Satan. <laughs> Hail Satan. All right, how about Satan takes a French holiday? That's a cult. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, we're going to have to talk to him about this. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Not the, <laughs> Not this week. He's out. He's doing stuff. Uh, He's making other hurricanes, I think. He's in France. Mm -hmm, Probably. Uh, This isn't to say that the decadents didn't leave their mark on France. The flirtation with Satan continued into the 1930s when two different cults were in full swing. One was led by a uh, defrocked priest. The other, a more famous one, was led by Russian uh, imagerie called Maria... De Naglaswaka That's not right, but whatever She headed the Brotherhood of the Golden Arrow Which worshipped Lucifer and the serpent with sex magic uh, She was all about that sex magic Publishing books and even newspapers on the subject One ritual had people Surrounding her naked body Saying she will research with companions The uh, Initiatory erotic act By which by transforming The heat into light arouses Lucifer for, From the satanic shades Of masculinity real or fake real yes this one was real uh though some interpret lucifer as a light-bringing deity rather than the contra uh the conventional idea of the devil last one ready yep. jet the jet propulsion laboratory founder tries to raise the antichrist wow jack parsons was well known for developing a solid rocket fuel or co-founding the jet propulsion laboratory and for running a cult out of his california mansion Members of the cult, I didn't know this, members of the cult, including L. Ron Hubbard, danced half-naked around bonfires well before the hippies made that sort of thing cool. This particular satanic group was not the subject of whispered rumors. Parsons and Hubbard themselves documented their rituals. Police reports from neighbors described public ceremonies. The group practiced sex magic and eventually got so extreme that Aleister Crawley chastised them. Real or fake? Real. Parsons claimed to have raised Satan at the age of 13, and much of his rituals were inspired by this early success. That being said, he was not a fan of Satan, not looking to raise him again. Overall, The overall doings of the group could be considered as niche form of neo-paganism. But yes, that yeah. was real. Wow. Jim Parsons, Jack Parsons, sorry, Jack Parsons. The Alan Parsons Project. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that was some cults, man. Wow. Those were some real cults, and those are fake cults. Cults are weird, dude. That was crazy. Um, but I want to talk about real quick the next thing yep. and that is cults I, I believe in a way cults are way more prevalent now than they ever have been
1: yes so check this out the, yeah. way, the way I look at the internet is people with like Instagram people these what, what do they call them now influencers, influencers. Mm-hmm. and uh, what
0: do they have
1: content creators whatever not us Yep. so what do they have
0: have followers. Followers. Literally followers. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: so you have 7 million followers. And guess what? Whatever you say kind of goes.
0: Yeah. So that's a fucking cult. So using the internet, are you familiar with the Queen of Canada? I wish, it, I wish I had more time to research this. Um, So the Queen of Canada, basically she just went online on the internet and started saying, I'm the Queen of Canada. And people started believing her. And she was like, Stop paying your bills. The Queen of Canada says you don't have to pay your bills anymore. So these, like, adults stopped paying their bills. And then when the lights got shut off, they started messaging her, like, Hey, my lights are shut off. Why? You said I didn't have to pay the bills anymore. That's fucking cult stuff mm-hmm. right there, dude. That's crazy. That's what I'm saying.
1: You're a content creator. You're a...
0: People listen to you. Mm-hmm. So you can use it for good or evil. We're trying to use it for... We're just trying to make people laugh. Yeah. The cult of dad yep. shit. Yep. <laughs> okay, so uh, that's the future of cults. I mean, the only thing really to say is it's online. The future of yeah. everything is online, unfortunately. Absolutely. Moving the fuck on from that. Um, how about a movie? Yes. A culty movie. Which one? The Craft. No, oh, I love it. Yeah. Ah, Those summit. chicks were so hot. They were so hot. Um, released in 1966 under a rating of... Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, Re- no, released no, no. in 1996. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. under a, a, a rating of R. It was an hour and 45 minutes. The extra 15 minutes, I'll allow, because it was probably the short skirts. No. Yep. Um, it took $15 million to make. Guess how much it made? Um... 50 million. Ooh, very close. Five, 5.6. Five okay. Okay. The blurb is a newcomer to a Catholic prep high school, falls in with a trio of outcast teenage girls who practice witchcraft, and they all soon conjure up various spells and curses against those who anger them. Directed by Andrew Fleming, written by Peter Flaw, dang it, and Andrew Fleming, Uh, stars Robin Tooney, some other person, and Neve Campbell. Neve Campbell. Yeah, she's. Yep. Yep. Okay. Um, what did you like about but this movie? It's funny
1: because Nev Campbell was Nev Campbell, thank yep. you. I said Neve. She was um she was the biggest outcast.
0: In so, the movie or like he, in real life? In
1: in the movie. Oh, okay. So she didn't know who to like hang out with and what's going on. Mm. And um basically this, you know, rich white girl makes fun of them. And they cast a spell to make her hair fall out. And her hair falls out. So they're like, wow, we're more powerful than we thought. So they start, it builds and builds and builds and builds and builds. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Until the one girl, one girl in the cult gets a little crazy
0: and starts, you know. Killing people? Kind of. She good. tries. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. I have a review. Yeah. This movie is terrible. Okay. This is written by Little John on the 28th of April. Yeah! In 2005. (laughs) Now I think it's him. Now I'm going to have to do this whole review in that voice. This movie is actually painful to watch. Okay. I'm not doing that. I mean, good Lord, the fact that this was rated so highly makes me sad. This is a bad mix of two bad things chick flicks, and paranormal thrillers. It should have been clear to the screenwriter that this was a bad idea to begin with, but what was truly pathetic is that the production company allowed this hunk of cinematic vomit to get to the silver screen. How do they sleep at night with this movie on their conscience? This film has one thing going for it, and the one thing going for it is the special effects, sort of. It always seemed to me that a good movie should should be judged by its story and plotline. He can't type. All right, he hates the movie. What do you say to him? Fuck, Fuck him! Ha <laughs> ha! Fuck you, little John! Dude,
1: I thought it was good. The rest of the world thought it was good. So, no.
0: Dadbot <laughs> thinks it's good, and yeah. that's why it's on the fucking uh, yeah. show. All right, guess what, Brian? What? We're done with that section of the show. Yeah. That we- means tools time. A
1: segment. <laughs> <laughs> that too.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yes, it's segment time. The first yeah. segment we're doing is tools time. Yeah. Um and then we're going to do oh, uh we're going to call a friend. We're going to talk to good old Nomi. Yep. He said he said he that he's put his what 42 32 kids to bed or whatever. Yep. Um and then we're going to do uh you know what? While we've got him on the phone, I'm going to ask him a, a a a food question. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, I've got a, a story for you. And then dad jokes. What do you think? Sounds good. Sounds good. Let's do it. Tools time. For those of you that have never been listened to a dad bod pod uh, before, uh, in the early days of dad bod, we did this a couple of times. And we don't do this very much because the, the subject has to be very specific. Right. But uh, we do this segment called tools time. Uh, we uh, talk about f- fake tools. We talk about real tools. And then we talk about a song by tool. Yep. So this, th- this week, uh, everything is about cults. So uh, can you think of any fake tools that cults might use?
1: Oh, let's see. I mean, you got to think about witchcraft,
0: Mm -hmm. right? Sure.
1: Uh, Either beheading or a stake through the heart.
0: Oh, I hadn't thought about like that shit. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm.
1: Or fire or stoning. Those are usually the ways they go.
0: Yeah, but fire is a real tool.
1: Right. But I'm saying the ways
0: that Uh, they would take care of witches. Mm
1: -hmm. Um fake tools. Well, did you ever see that bullshit movie? Which one? Um It was basically like the remake of um Oh my gosh. The two kids that go into the candy house.
0: Oh, uh, Hansel and Gretel? Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever see that remake? The remake sort of It was I think such I fell asleep. garbage. Yeah. Because they're like Jeremy it, Renner was in that, right? Yeah, okay, yep, okay, yep. yeah, I'm on I'm
1: on board. But they're in, like, the 1700s, and they have, like, yeah. automatic yeah, machine guns <laughs> and, like, rocket launchers. What the fuck are they doing? Yeah, it was dumb. Okay. So that's your fake tools.
0: Go oh, okay, good. Yeah. I have a list of fake tools that, that uh, fake cults might use Go on. in fiction. Um, Cthulhu. Yep. Cthulhu is the almighty being right. the, uh, from a lot of cults that are worshipped, uh, or the, that worship. Uh, magic in general. Um, no, I don't want to offend anybody. I believe in magic. Do you believe in magic? magic. What I'm talking about is more like um, think comic book magic, like right. zap, zap, right? Right? Um, virgin blood. Because come on, right? Come on, we all know that they like went down to the slaughterhouse and was like, "Can I get a bucket of cow blood?" Right. It's not virgin blood. Come yeah. on.
2: Listen, the devil doesn't give a shit. He if didn't he give a, a shit, and he then took a couple D's in. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, and then totems of any kind, because yeah. they were always worshiping some kind of totem thing. Right. Yeah. Uh, how about some real tools used by real cults? No. Yeah. I have deception. Yep. That's a tool. Oh yeah. I've got robes because they wear lots of robes. Yeah. Fire. You said that. Yep. But I've also got snacks because I'm sure they get hungry. Yep. Uh, I got pamphlets because yep. you know it's a lot of information to spread. Scientology. Uh, I got bells because <laughs> yep. i I feel like they use bells. Yeah. Bring out your cults. And uh, torches, because it's dark. Yep. So you got to see. Mm-hmm. Eulogy by Tool. Yep. <clears throat> Contrary to popular belief, this song is not about Jesus, but merely uses him as an analogy. The band has stated in several interviews that this song is about L. Ron Hubbard, the founder of Silentology. Lead singer Maynard Keenan has said that this is about the tendencies of people to stand on a soapbox and sacrifice themselves in some way. He believes you should make your own... Decisions. Eulogy by Tool. This has been another edition of Tools Time. Tools Time. Awesome. All right, Uh, let me see if I can get the phone ready to go. It's a special phone, but we are going to give Mr. Nomi a call and see if he is available. Oh, my gosh, he's waiting till the third ring. Such a dick
2: move. Hello.
0: Nomi. Yeah, Whoa. what's
2: up, cocksucker?
0: <laughs> Always a pleasure, sir.
2: How are you? I've been all right, man. I'm chilling. Dude, I feel like,
0: how long has it been? I feel like it's been a while since we talked.
2: Um, not long enough. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Nomi,
0: are you aware... That you are featured on all of our thumbnails in some way, shape, or form.
2: Yeah, I seen that.
0: You're not getting royalties. I
2: no. no. You better get. Yep.
0: Hey. You don't get royalties for being on the show. Why would you get royalties for being in the uh, thumbnails?
2: Motherfucker, better pay me.
0: <laughs> we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it. of being, being paid though, um, I, I you know we talked earlier, you and me and Brian, and uh, you came to us uh, and you you brought something to read. So um, I'm gonna give you the floor. Yeah. And, um, Darmy, listen up.
2: I got something new in the works, bro.
0: Go ahead. You ready?
2: Yes. (laughs) Friends, both old and new, welcome to Nomi's Gate. I am your leader, and I am here to tell you about the wonders of the world. We gnomes are a peaceful, benevolent, horny people. We live in the earth, and we protect the plants and animals and ladies of the night. That's what we call home. We are also skilled craftsmen, and we create beautiful objects that bring joy to all who see them, like Penis pocket knives. <laughs> the gate is open To all who wish to join We have no Requirements other than that You believe in the power Of the gnomes And their ability to bring good Into the world And That You must have your tits out At all times mm. Yeah. <laughs> when you walk through the gates, you will learn the secrets of the me magic. You will learn how to communicate with the earth and its creatures. You will also learn how to create no magic objects, such as healing positions, 69. (laughs) And protective charms. And, of course, Cynodust. (laughs) (laughs) You will also learn the hidden location of the Center for Learning Interesting Topics. Or... The hidden clit. If you shall learn about the clit, you must rob the clit. It must stay happy. But most importantly, you will become part of a community of like-minded people who believe in the power of the no You will have friends and allies. They may hate you and all of your endeavors. So if you're looking for a new path in life, I urge you to walk through my gate. We are welcoming and supportive community, and we would be honored to have you as a member. Some of the benefits include... You will learn the secrets of the Gnome magic. You will become a skilled craftsman. You will have access to Gnome protection and healing. You will become a close-knit community. You will find peace and happiness in our garden. Hookers and blow upon request. And... Finally, you can party with Satan himself. He chills with us a lot. He's a good dude. If you are interested, please send $5,999.99. We'd be happy to open the gate and get you started on your journey. Thank you for your time and your money. May the gnomes bless you. Yuck! Wow,
0: uh, that all sounds tremendous. Hookers and blow upon request, huh?
2: The, yeah,
0: they, they're here right now. Yeah, um, I just have some quick questions about this. Uh, Nomi's Gate, yeah, what's up? Uh, do you guys provide dental? Yeah, uh, is it uh, like a, a very small network? Yeah, wait, only it...
2: if your teeth are.
0: Hold like... on, are you is it through the tooth fairy? <laughs> <laughs>
2: He's my main guy. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. We'll circle back to that. Uh, How about medical?
2: Medical? Yeah, I got you, bro. I got potions and shit.
0: (gasps) Okay, cool. Yeah. (laughs) What? Do we get paid time off? Yeah. Do we get paid time on? Yeah. How much do we get
2: paid? I don't don't pay you. Fuck (laughs) you. (laughs) So I guess it's all paid time on, off. (laughs) Whatever. You ain't getting shit.
0: <laughs> Last thing. Yeah. Um, and this is for people who have joined the, walked through the gate and want to start a family. Yeah. Um, scholarship opportunities.
2: Yeah, of course. Um, I mean, it depends on what you want to do. We got agriculture, growing shrooms. You know?
0: <laughs> uh-huh. What about yeah. um, entrepreneurship?
2: Oh, entre- yeah. Yeah. That, that's where we get the blow.
0: Oh, okay. How about uh, pharmaceuticals?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a Xanax.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay, how about uh, logistics?
2: Oh, uh, logistics? Yeah. Two plus two is what? Eat my shit.
0: Oh, sounds great. Where yeah. do I sign up, Nomi?
2: Right, right here. Right on this dick. <laughs> Um.
0: Okay, Nomi, will you stick around for one more uh, segment? <laughs> yeah, on. All right, so normally we do high Hungry, I'm Dad. Um, but I don't know where Brian's at right now. He's, uh, he had to go off and do something. He's on the phone or something. So maybe. Um, you're here, though, so.
2: Yeah.
0: We can do, hi, Nomi, I'm dad. How's that sound?
2: That sounds good.
0: Great. Um, with this Nomi's gate situation. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure you're going to have a, a big party. Yeah. Uh, and what I mean by that is a lot of people. What sort of food are you thinking you might bring to this occasion?
2: So, um, I already have the Keebler elves lined up. Oh, yeah? Right, they're coming by. Do they have
0: official names?
2: Uh, I don't know. St- Stormy t- <laughs> something. I don't know. Okay. They're just the fucking Keebler elves. Uh-huh. And I got a couple of uh Santa's elves coming down.
0: Oh, okay. Right? All right.
2: So, Santa's elves are bringing down some, um... Medicated cookies
0: from the North Pole. Yeah, oh. it's snowing in the North Pole. Yeah, can you put snow in
2: cookies? Oh no, not that kind of medicated.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. All right. And then the Kiebleros, the Kiebleros, they grow some fucking crazy shrooms, bro.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh God.
2: I mean, we're gonna be <laughs> tripping balls. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I'm basically going to feed all these douchebags cookies for $6,000. Okay. Um, <laughs> what are you going to have for drinks? Well, the Kool-Aid.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> it's always good. Okay. Yeah. What flavor?
2: Um. Well, I usually do fruit punch <laughs> with a little bit of guyanide, if you know oh, what I mean. Yeah. no! Not some gnomonide!
0: <laughs> That's good Oh, Nomi um, I gotta tell you you're just, you're just making it sound Just too good to be true Right? Yeah
2: Isn't it? It sounds nice So what
0: you're telling me is For $6,000 Yeah I so All I gotta do is just give that to you I can yeah. I can sign your dick Yeah And then I get to be in a room With like-minded individuals Who have also signed your dick Yeah And you're gonna give us Cookies and Kool-Aid Yeah And just send us on a trip Yeah What do you do while we're tripping?
2: (laughs) I laugh my ass off watching you (laughs) douchebags trip.
0: All these elves, they're going to be going through like our purses and and our wallets. No,
2: no, no. They're nice elves.
0: Well, the Santa ones, maybe. Yeah. But they're only nice that one part of the year, I'm sure.
2: Oh, they're terrible. They're not
0: getting any presents. Santa's not bringing them presents. Yeah. Yeah. Damn.
2: They're actually miserable. It must suck. (laughs) Jesus. Jesus, no, (laughs) me. They're actually miserable. Yeah. Okay, Nomi,
0: uh, thank you so much for being with us.
2: Well, you are welcome. You son of a bitch. I hate you.
0: Okay, uh, say hi to your kids.
2: Okay, sign my dick.
0: Uh, and your uh, wife.
2: Send me the check. Okay, maybe. <laughs> Bust out your tits. You got anything left to say, Nomi?
0: No. Gnome's right up. No. Uh. Gnome's
2: right.
0: Okay, bye. Bye. Uh, Brian, you there? Oh uh, yeah. Okay, great. Whoa, whoa. Whoa. Hey, I know you just got back from your phone call. Um, but uh, Nomi has a very interesting prospect. Basically, six thousand dollars, and we can join his cult.
1: I'm not doing that.
0: But there's gonna be cookies. Yeah. And Kool-Aid. Yeah. No, still no. <laughs> Hard pass. May I mean? Uh, cookies and Kool-Aid <laughs> made by elves.
1: Six grand though.
0: It's twelve grand for both of us. All
1: right. Well, maybe there's a group deal. Maybe. Maybe there's
0: like a two-for-one. That'd be cool. <laughs> little two-for. little two-for. Uh, moving on, then. Yeah. Moving on. So that means it's time for Dad Jokes. Let's go. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this might be a short episode because we had a hurricane, and I'm not sure if you're aware, come through our state. Uh, so if we took two days out of the Darmy HQ. Um, So that means two days uh, that we were away from our normal sources of Dad Jokes. So Dad Jokes might be a little bit light, but nonetheless, we carry on. We got this sound. We got this sound.
1: Right. Would you please go first?
0: Sure. Andrew. Hey, man. What's up? What
2: up?
1: Why did Heaven's Gate commit suicide?
0: I don't know why.
1: Keep up with the Joneses. Oh. <laughs> Damn. In case anybody doesn't know, yeah, the Jonestown Massacre. Oh, we didn't talk Kool-Aid about that. We? No, we didn't.
0: Oh, wait, I have a story, son of a bitch. After dad jokes. Cut. Okay, okay. Okay, uh, mine, Am I, are you go on, going? Go. You go, me go? go. Okay. Uh, hey, Brian. Yeah. I used to be a member of the Secret Vegetable Association cult, but it was banished last week. Why? Because I spilled the beans. Oh, you,
1: you <laughs> son of a <laughs> Son of a turn-up. <laughs> What's the difference between a cult and a religion? I don't know what. In a cult, the top guy is crazy and knows it's a scam. In a religion, that guy's dead. Oh.
0: Spicy. Woo! <laughs> what do you call a cult that's hard to get into? What? A diffa cult. I, I, I hate you. Aww. <laughs>
1: Why can't you get out of a sex cult with R. Kelly? Why? Because once you're in, you're in.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That was a flawless delivery, dude. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Hey, Brian. Yeah, what's up? Did you know there was a cult for the visually impaired? What? Yeah, they follow their leader blindly. No way. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible.
1: (laughs) Dude, it's funny we just talked about the Jonestown Massacre. Yeah? Because I was trying to get in there. Oh, yeah? I was. And I, I saw it, and I was trying to make a joke out of it. But the punchline was too
0: long. Uh, Bazinga. Bazinga. Okay. Um, hey, Brian, you know what you shouldn't do? What? You shouldn't join dangerous cults. Instead, you should practice safe sex. Sex. Yeah. Okay. S E C T S. I gotcha,
1: I gotcha. That's
0: it. That's all I got. Okay. What do you call <laughs> Charles Manson's music? What? A cult classic. Ugh. My friend got into some trouble with a cult of mimes. They committed unspeakable acts. Ooh. Uh, why are there no suicide cults anymore? They what? all died out. Oh bummer. Uh, Hey, did you hear about the cults of pogo stick uh, bouncers? No. Their profits go through the roof. No way. (laughs) Okay, one time when I was in a band, oh wait, story time. Yep. One time when I was in a band, my first band, we were in uh, Ybor City and we were canvassing. And for those of you that may not be aware, when you're starting out, it's very common to beg somebody for a show, like a bar owner or a club owner, Beg them for a show, and then what they normally do is they give you fifty tickets, and they say these are as good as cash, um, so if you lose them then you're on you so you're basically begging people on the street to pay you twelve dollars for this ticket, and they 've never heard you or anything like that right. At least that's what was my situation yep. so we're running up and down trying to trying to do all this, and we get to uh if anybody knows ebor, it is where the theater is in ebor
1: Masquerade. well
0: no no, no, the theater theater uh like the movie theater, like it's like the two-story place. Yeah. Uh, by, oh, I think it's uh, where- like, Oh, co. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you, movie co. Um, And um, there's like a trolley yep. lane there. And then across the trolley lane, there's like a, just a section that looks very businessy, right? At least it did back then. This was in 2005. Yep. So my my drummer and I were canvassing, and there are some other people with clipboards canvassing, and we our canvas areas canvass into each other. And so we get to talking, and they're you know we're like, oh, yeah, we're trying to sell tickets. And they're like, oh, we're trying to get people to just come on and take a personality test. That's all. And I had no idea what Scientology was at the time. But I, and I also didn't know it was big in Florida. Still is. Yep. Um, so I'm like, that's all we have to I'm like, you will buy two tickets from us right now if I go and take your free test. And they're like, yeah, of course. They didn't come to the show, by the way, but they bought the tickets, yep. which... Like that should have been a red flag, right? But I was just stoked to to sell the tickets. So I was yep. like, okay. So uh, it's he it was he was brand new, and it was the same guy from the street. We we sold him the tickets, and we followed him into the building. My drummer and I, and we sit down, and I didn't know what auditing was. I didn't know what was going on, but the questions he were he was asking both of us were, I I thought it was weird that we had to be at separate tables. Yeah. Um. And the questions that we were getting asked was really, really weird. And I, I just, something inside, I was like, we got to get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. So he made a really grave error. Him and his partner made a really grave error, apparently. And that is, any as soon as you get in the building, do not leave these people alone. Because they will get freaked out and run away. Which is exactly what we did. Yep. I guess when you're starting the audit process, that's like where they're most vulnerable and they're most like... I'm not so sure if I want to do this. Right. So they were like, "Okay, well, we're going to take these results, and we'll be right back." And they left. And I looked at my drum, and I was like, "We got to get the fuck out of here right Run. now." Yep. Turns out that was the the Scientology headquarters of Ybor City. Yep. Yep. I don't know if they're still there, but they are. it was. It's, it's
1: right behind um, Crowbar.
0: Really? Yep. Wow. Um, moving on then. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, I, that means it's time for the outro, dude. Time right. for the Let's outro. Go. Um, before we go any further, I want to give a, a special uh, thank you to Ethan one more time for yeah. stepping in last uh, thank week. Thank you, Ethan. That was very cool. If you guys haven't heard that episode, please go and check it out. It's awesome. Uh, he did a really good job, lots of funny stuff. And, um, you know, Brian, you can never be replaced. I, I'm I'm sorry. Know. But it's nice to know that if something, you know, if we are off fighting the front lines, right. that somebody can step in. Absolutely. And uh, so I you were la- I would like to think that if I was out, yeah. that, you know, you and him could record something. That would yeah, be cool. Yeah. Uh, so, Ethan, thank you, sir. Edson, Ethan, you are officially a Darby member. Uh, having said all that, if you are still hanging out with us at almost an hour, we would just like to say thank you, guys. Thank you. You for, guys rock. Thank you for uh, humoring us. Uh, thank you for watching the videos. Thank you for watching the shorts. We ask that you do one more thing for us, two more things for us, actually, and that is leave a thumbs up if you're watching this on YouTube and subscribe, please. Yes. Get us to 60 so that we can show you our special idea. Yes. That's not creepy sounding at all. No. Brian, do you have any shout outs? Uh, yeah. Do it.
1: So, and I just got back from New York. I'm going to thank the whole Bosco family. Mm-hmm. Um, It was great to see everybody. Um... I'm gonna thank my mom and Rick. Thank you for a good time in the Adirondacks. Um, and all my friends I saw. Do so I saw like people? I my old guitar player Sean Miskell. Yeah. Hey Sean, dude. From I From Straighter
0: Than Pete. Yeah. Wow.
1: Dude, I haven't seen him in ten years. Yeah. Yep. That's cool. And he randomly met us up at the fair.
0: You should have tried to get like some physical copies of Straighter Than Pete. I know. Yeah. Next time. Well,
1: I shall. I will. Yeah, work yeah. On that. But it was, dude, it was awesome just to see everybody. Good. Yeah. I'm glad. So shout out to everybody up in New York. You guys rock.
0: Cool. I would like to shout out some friends of mine from my childhood, if that's okay. From my very early childhood, I would like to shout out Carol and Tracy out in California. Hi, guys. I would also like to shout out my high school friend, George, my friend, Matt, and my friend, Steve. You guys are cool, and I miss you. Um, My 20th high school reunion is coming up at the end of this month. Do it. I don't know if I'm going to go. Why? I don't know. Do I want to do that? Do it. Should I go and just it's, tell? Should I, should I get the 60 subscribers by going to my high school yep. union and forcing people? Yep. Forcing people that I'll I no longer I'll go long with you cons- and I'll just like. Yeah, friggin- man, you can be my plus one. Yep. Oh, that'd be cool. We would tear that shit up. We would definitely go with a shirt that says, ask me about my shamcock. Oh, absolutely. <sighs> yep. <laughs> um, plugs. You guys. De- should just a dad bod dick. <laughs> <laughs> ask me about my dad dick. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you see the first jams and jellies we ever did. Yeah. (laughs) Um, If you guys would like to, what are we doing? Oh, if you guys would like to leave a a comment, you could do so at the uh, bottom of this video if you're watching it on YouTube. But if you're watching it elsewhere, you could go to YouTube and leave us a comment or you could go onto your email server of choice and type in the following, D-A-D-D-B-O-D-D-B-A-N-D at gmail.com. That gives you a direct link to our inbox where you can leave us emails such as the following. Brian, I have emails. Can you believe it? Even through the hurricane, people still took the time to write Listen, you guys, we love it when you guys write at us. We really do. We appreciate it. This first one comes to us from a user named simply titled RFD578JB. Nice episode, guys. Although crunchy peanut butter is far inferior than smooth, I'm sure we can all agree that Nutella is a poor substitute for peanut butter in general.
1: I agree.
0: Nutella and jelly, you don't think that would rock?
1: I mean, it would be good, but no. No,
0: it would not. It would be awful.
1: No, but peanut butter. Just use peanut butter.
0: Just use peanut butter. Yeah, you know what I want in my chocolate, Brian? Grapes. Right. Oh, yeah. can you imagine if Hershey's came out with a raisin chocolate bar? Yeah. Mm, just be mush in your yeah. mouth. Yeah. But fuck this guy also for uh, crunchy peanut butter is being inferior to smooth, dude. It's whatever you want. I like. That. I shouldn't say that. He's, like, a f- he's a he's a listener.
1: We both agree that we like both.
0: He just plays for one team and not the other. We play for both teams. And that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes you got to get some nut in your mouth. <laughs> sometimes you need some nut in your mouth. Sometimes you want it smooth and creamy.
1: Yeah. Oh, sometimes God. you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't.
0: <laughs> okay, this next one is comes to us from a guy called commonly called Carl. This uh, That kid did a good job. I like that his useful optimism isn't jaded and non-existent (laughs) yet. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Nice job, Mr. Carl. Thank you for that email. Uh, I I assume he's referring to to Ethan. And I also, uh, too, agree that his youthful optimism is refreshing. Just give it some time.
1: So is this motherfucker saying that I'm fucking jaded?
0: We are, for <laughs> sure. And cynical. Uh, next one comes to me from Magic Mike Isn't Me. Okay. Hey, can you please tell me how you get all the different characters on your show in real time? Is there studio trickery or is it really magic? It's magic.
1: Yeah. Obviously. Yeah.
0: We literally make those phone calls and those people answer the phone. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking idiot. Shut up. I'm
1: friends with Satan.
0: Uh-huh. Uh, best, uh, best Served Sober says, where's Brian? Why isn't he called? You said he'd be here. Ah, my abandonment issues. Do you see what happens, Brian, when I'm you I'm so say... sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just I'm sure they just wanted Listen, to make you feel bad. Listen, I tried bad. to
1: come. I couldn't come.
0: I tried really hard. I was out of breath. I just decided l- to call it. Limp noodle thing going on. <laughs> a little on. spaghetti thing yeah. going on, yeah. My goodness. Uh, thank you, everybody, for those emails. And that is... That Brian, yeah. Anything left to say about uh, fucking cults? No. Other than you should definitely join the 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 Nomi's Gate. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. Join Nomi's Gate and join Dad Bod.
0: Join Dad Bod because we have a uh, slogan in our cult. Did you know that? Yeah. Of course you did. Should we let everyone know what yeah, it is? I think we should. One, two, three. Dad's, Dads rise up! up. Thank you guys for watching. We will see you Monday at five. Bye. Bye, everyone.